0: Welcome to this episode today. We are talking about writing from the heart. And I could not have a more perfect guest to be having this conversation with you about writing from the heart. Dr. Veronica Lynch, she's been a client, really a friend, a soul sister in so many ways, like one of the people on this earth that like, when I am blessed to see her in person, which I haven't in a little while, it's like the love And energy and presence emanating from this woman is off the charts. I'm telling you, it's like, she greets people like they're the most amazing things in sliced bread. And I remember the first moment I met Veronica, it was in 2013. I was speaking at a Lisa Nichols event and she was there with a friend and, you know, I came into this like kind of a VIP reception, whatever. And I just really like, I remember this conversation and Veronica was like, she was this delightful light, but I, I could feel like, man, there's so much more to this woman in there. And uh, it's been incredible to watch her on this journey. I've published her in a couple of my anthologies, my Pebbles in the Pond series, and now her book Undocumented. It was just released and uh, we published that book for her. So Veronica is someone who I've, I've been blessed to witness and watch grow and transform in front of my very eyes over the past seven years. So let me officially introduce you. Dr. Veronica Lynch is a licensed clinical social worker. She's also an integrative health coach And she is a licensed psychotherapist. And she has contributed not only to my anthologies, but to several others anthology books that have become international bestsellers. She's also created the Seven Balancing Acts to Wholeness, which is a system of personal revitalization, which goes like hand in hand with the fact that she also manages Blist, which is an inward sanctuary and wellness retreat center. Now, she really found that to provide people an escape, From their traumas recuperate from their stress and leave with this newfound energy and zest for life and again veronica is the very brand new published author of the book undocumented one woman's traumas and triumphs in becoming a documented united states citizen so veronica i love you so much and i'm so excited that you're here welcome
1: thank you christine thank you for having me i love you back And thank you for such a great introduction. I was so blessed in 2013 to meet you. And you've been such an amazing coach and support to me all through the years. I really appreciate knowing you.
0: It has been my joy and pleasure, Veronica, being able to support you on this journey and just watch you like I said in the introduction, transformed before my very eyes. I mean, you're <laughs> one amazing woman. So, can you tell us, as I ask all of my guests, like, how did this whole author journey begin for you? Was it a dream as a young child? Was it, you know, a lightning bolt moment? Like, how how did it happen for you to, you know, feel like, oh, I want to be an author? Tell us about that.
1: Yeah. Well, I've always wanted to be an author. I mean, when I was a kid, I started writing poetry, especially after my mother died. And I started writing poetry. And then I wanted to expand and write more about what I was experiencing. And I started writing a book, this book, a long time ago, but I I didn't know if I could really accomplish it. And in other words, I guess I didn't really know how to do it until I met you. And I just felt that the challenges that I was experiencing at the time was to get clear about why I wanted to write the, my story and just getting past the fact that maybe nobody would want to hear what I have to say. And could I be transparent enough I also had some fear of political repercussion about speaking my beliefs and opinion because of my, my status. And I also had to develop patience along the way. So yeah, it took a while for me to get enough courage to write this book. But I eventually realized that writing my story was a part of my divine purpose because my words would bring inspiration and healing to others. So uh, now I know that everything is in divine order and my book is definitely in divine timing.
0: Absolutely. Oh my gosh, it feels like this is the perfect time for this book to be coming out and I know it has been a work in progress for a while and you know the the best books are you know the best books evolve and press authors up against their edges. And then you have to pause from the book for a moment to help expand your own, you know, edges and really ask yourself like, can I, can I really do this? You know, and and all of those, all of those things that go along with it. Um, So, you know, one of the things we're talking about today is writing from the heart. Uh, Because, you know, writing from the head Oftentimes, when that lands on the page, it's a, like the the reader can tell that this book did not flow from the heart, and it's oftentimes difficult to read. But you had quite a journey <laughs> to really allow your heart to open. Would you speak to that a little bit? Share as much of the you know story as you want to to really help people understand you know what it can look like to truly step in to that heart space and allow the words to come from there. I know
1: you've got
0: some juiciness for us here.
1: Well, it was really hard to open my heart. And, you know, opening my heart was really a process of uh, discovery. It, it, It took love in myself and a lot of courage for me to open my heart. Because the fears, the traumas, and the, the negative emotions I experienced and entertained for so many years, it made it easy for me to close my heart. Because I was angry, Christine. I was sad. I was unclear. I was resistant. I was resentful. I was judgmental. And I was guarded. And you know, I, I pretty much felt lost and didn't know how to love myself, so I couldn't love anybody else. And I guess I didn't trust myself and because I didn't know how to trust others. I felt unsafe and I wasn't willing to let people in. And so my heart was closed so tightly for so long, I just didn't know how to open it. And I was looking at myself through human eyes and not through the eyes of God. But it was in 2012, I was blessed to receive a gift from my Reiki master teacher of a clear, transparent heart pendant. And I knew it had something to do with opening my heart. And although I was opening my heart gradually, I was still guarded because it was still hard to let people in, but in 2014, actually 2013, At the Breakthrough Conference that I attended with you, I had a download from God to open my heart and to trust the process, to trust my process. Though that was total confirmation for what my Reiki master teacher had shared with me when she gave me that transparent heart pendant. I learned that opening my heart meant living in a place of vulnerability and openness and allowing others to know me. It meant opening myself to others' scrutiny. It meant putting myself out there and trusting myself. Being vulnerable meant giving up resistance and being willing to let someone in to support me. And as I said, I didn't know how to love myself unconditionally. This was hard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It, it was after getting This download from the retreat that I began to let my guard down and become willing to let go of anger and mistrust and being willing to let people in. So Mm -hmm. I made a decision at that time to get to know myself and to surrender to take the journey through faith to open my heart, to let down my guard and let go of the things that were holding me back from unfolding and living by faith. As I said, Opening my heart was a process of self-discovery. I had to exercise faith, be patient, and trust the process. And I learned that I had to open my heart and let love in for myself and others in order to move forward. Because when I opened my heart, I found clarity, I found stillness, and the answers that I was desperately seeking. So, so you see, I have a lot of work to do which made it really a difficult challenge. Yes.
0: And like, would you be willing to maybe share a snapshot of some of what, like just a snippet of what you experienced that made it feel way more safe, you know, to keep your heart closed. Now I am thinking of a window story, but it doesn't need to be that, that one just to help our listeners get a sense of, well, what did she, you know, what did she go through that, you know, that had her protect Because we all have stuff we go through. I mean, let's face it, we've all been born. So we have stuff that we go through, you know, <laughs> that make us feel like, oh, no, no, I need to close down and protect my heart and like just buckle up and um, not let anybody in there. Can you just give a, like a, a one glimpse into an experience you had that it's like, oh, okay, it makes sense why it might be difficult for her to open her heart?
1: Yes. Uh- I guess because of my immigration status, I was so afraid to let anyone in. I was so afraid to share information about myself. I just felt like, you know, people would do something to me or learn something about me that I was hiding or I didn't want them to learn. And I have had so many instances because of my undocumented status where I would have uh, experiences where people would come up on me or people would ask certain questions where I felt, oh my God, I can't reveal this. I can't can't say this about myself. I can't allow anybody to get too close to me. And there were times when I would just freeze. I would just hide. I wouldn't speak in meetings. I wouldn't uh, open up and share what I was thinking. Even though I wanted to, I was just traumatized and um, felt like, you know, I don't want anybody to know me. So it was really difficult for me to, to open up. And I think it's because of the fear and the trauma that, that I experienced being undocumented.
0: Yes. And I think you, you, I mean, you speak so eloquently of that. So thank you for sharing that snippet of the experience. And I think for so many authors like undocumented or documented, you know, like legal residents of the United States or whatever country you may be listening from, like we all have these like, Ooh, can I really share that? Can I, Mm -hmm. can I really allow myself to be seen in that way?
1: Yeah. You know,
0: am I, is it safe for me? Is someone going to use like my vulnerability against me to hurt me yes. further? Like there's all these conversations that we have. And especially I think for you transformational authors, like if, if, if those truths and that vulnerability and that authenticity and that rawness and that honesty doesn't in some way make it to the page, it's like, You're, you're robbing yourself and you're robbing your readers, right? Of really having this much deeper experience that they could have. So given all of this, Veronica, like what made you want to write the book? Like (laughs) it must've been really important, like why you had to share the story because with all of what you just said, it's like, you could see how you might be one of those people who's like, yeah, I'd like to write a book. I've been feeling, you know, I've been writing since I was a kid, But like, it's never going to happen because I just, you know, like, I can't cross that that threshold. Like, what made you really want to do
1: this? Yeah. Well, you know, even though I had all these fears and uh, they abounded in me, I was determined really to pursue my goals and my dreams. I wanted to write this book because I believed writing my book would free me from the grips of fear and grief. It helped me to embrace the light that I am. I, I also wanted to share my story through teaching. I recognized that my life was in progress, and I wanted to share my experiences and impart wisdom and knowledge that could be gleaned from my spiritual journey. And I came to see that being willing to open and share my story freely is really a gift and an honor. So. I believe that my story could help bring comfort, peace, and inspiration to people's lives so they could feel supported to keep going and not give up. See, Christine, I am a server of people. My passion is to help others. And when I take time to help anyone, we are both blessed. When I share from my heart to help someone along the way, then my living shall not have been in vain. Yes,
0: yes. Yes, yes, and I love what you said in the in the beginning of that experience. Is to just this speaking to like this knowing that you like through this process, not only would you serve them, but you would serve yourself. I think you used the words, you know, he. I think you know, healing yes. and transformation. I think early you spoke of you know liberation and so many like author programs out there don't talk about liberation and healing and transformation and transcendence and you know wholeness and who you become the press like just you know write the darn book and get it done fast um (laughs) but like I really feel like you exemplify what it means like I often say like when you're writing a book you want to squeeze every drop of possibility out of the journey of writing. Your book because it can change you in ways I believe that n- probably not much else, if anything else, on the planet can really change you and help you step forward as you know that light. Like I saw your light when the moment I laid eyes on you in 2013. I'm like, oh my god! Like you're, and that's why. Like I fought for you. You probably remember some of the moments. I'm thinking of one yes. when you happened to be in the middle of a circle, you know, on retreat down in Maryland, and like I bought for you because yes, your light was so bright, like no matter how much you tried hiding it, it couldn't be hidden. Like it just couldn't be hidden. Like I saw it, <laughs> even if you were trying to keep it from me, like I see you Veronica. And, <laughs> yes, you um, <laughs> you know, now through the process to watch you and to see you really, uh, just, you know, stepping into and owning you are that light. It's just, it's yes. absolutely, absolutely amazing. Yes. Um, so what would you say is something that really helped you persevere, right? Through these obstacles. Cause these little gremlins, you know, it's not like one and done like, Oh, okay. Like I have that awareness. Everything's fine. It's like, they keep kind of popping up on this journey. Right. <laughs> are you sure, Veronica? Are you sure? Are you sure? But that might, you know, harm you. Like, This happens. So, like, what's at least one thing that kept you just persevering through all of the obstacles relevant to the book writing journey and, you know, even before that, certainly your life was like obstacle after obstacle after obstacle, Um, Mm -hmm. but what, what kept you going?
1: Well, several things kept me persevering through all the obstacles, Christine. You know, my desire to, for survival, my determination to accomplish my goals and dreams, despite the odds, my need to succeed. And But the main thing that kept me persevering was my faith in a higher power. I persevered because something within propelled me to push forward and not give up. And it was my returning to the roots Of faith that my parents laid out for me. So my strong faith in God gave me hope and kept me persevering through all the obstacles.
0: Mm. And just when you first said that word, my faith, like I you listeners, could probably feel it too. Like it, like it was like a mic drop moment, like bam! (laughs) Like you could feel your conviction, your belief you could feel yes. that presence and that energy obviously you call it god some other people call it universe you know but you call it call it what you will it's the energy that makes all life right like right you're so incredibly solid
1: in yes. that faith
0: yes. and you you That's... had to be like you yes. had to be to come from where you came from and be where you are now holy smokes
1: holy yes. smokes It was that faith that really kept me going. It's helped me to persevere through all the obstacles. There were times when I was so afraid I I couldn't be my authentic self. I couldn't use my authentic voice. I remained pretty much invisible and uh, kind of remained in hiding. I was playing small, you know, hiding my light. But like I said, there was something inside that kept me going, and I know that I know that that was my faith that kept me persevering to all of it. Tying
0: faith into our topic for today, which is writing from the heart. Like it, it was there a connection for you there? If there was, you know, what was that connection? Because, you know, to, to be as protected Right in such protection mode, and then be able to write, you know, this book undocumented about your, you know, your traumas and triumphs and becoming a documented United States citizen. Like I'm sure that that required a lot of faith in the process. But how do you feel like, you know, having this faith and this higher power and, and trusting this calling to do this? How do you feel like that allowed your heart? To come onto the page, because you know every single one of you writing a book, whether you're working on your first or your, you know, last—I don't know—but the more you can come from that heart, like the more powerful the book is for your readers and for you as you write it. So, what for you, Veronica, feels like it's sort of like the the connecting point between that faith that had you persevere and the ability to—I'm just seeing you like imagining with this open heart and it's like this golden flood of sparkly liquid kind of into a book that put words on the page. Like what's the correlation there for you in terms of being able to get your heart onto the page and faith?
1: Yeah, well prayer was very big for me, you know, developing a spiritual practice and really praying and pouring my heart out to god or the universe or the divine source whatever like you said whatever you want to call it that i that i knew that was my power that was my strength that was the the source that kept me going and i began to really focus on this faith that i remembered from a child and as a youngster even as an undocumented i was still holding on to that faith so i know that my heart was willing but, like I said, I was looking at myself through my human eyes and not to the eyes of God. I was really focusing on the things that were painful, the, the fear and the doubt and all the things that would keep my heart closed until I, dis- I made that transition, I made a decision to allow God to really um, begin to work in my life. I began to surrender to the will of God in my life. And that's when I began to open my heart.
0: Mm, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Because it is, I mean, th- these books, I'm sure you've all read them. The ones that have no heart in them, like you're asleep in the first three pages. Whereas <laughs> the ones that you like feel that author through those words. Those are the books that you can't put down at three o'clock in the morning. You know, you just have to keep (laughs) reading because like you don't want to be apart from that amazing experience that you're having with these pages. It's so, it's so powerful. So um, Veronica, we're like already kind of coming to a close on our show today, (laughs) which is sad because I can talk to you for a really long time days. In Mm -hmm. fact, which we've done before um, on retreats and things, but you know, for our listeners, Who maybe, I mean, some of you might feel a little bit uncomfortable through the conversation today because we're really pressing this issue of like openness and allowance and vulnerability and, you know, allowing your real, like your true heart to be seen and felt and expressed. Like, what do you want to say, Veronica, to the author that might be listening right now who's got some of those same hesitancies? that you had in, you know, showing yourself like that? What what do you want to just speak
1: directly to them? Okay. Well, the single most important message that I want to share to listeners is to believe in yourself and follow your dream. Okay? Practice patience, persevere, and never, ever, ever give up. So important. Yeah, thank you. Anything else you wanted to add to that, Veronica? No, that's basically it because I had to learn to uh, believe in myself. And even though people had been telling me I'm beautiful and I'm powerful and all those different wonderful things, it wasn't until I began to believe it in myself. I didn't believe it initially, but until I really began to focus And and look at me, really learning to love me and appreciate who and what I am, that I began to believe in myself. And then I was able to follow my dream of getting this book written and now to publication.
0: Yes. And to write it um, without holding back.
1: Right. Right.
0: What a beautiful thing. I wish that for every single one of you listening right now who is in that writing process to really feel like, you know, you are embodied in your body, accepting and loving of yourself, as Veronica just spoke to so beautifully. And to then, you know, from there, allow, you know, uninhibited expression and sharing to come forth. Like, I mean, it doesn't get much better than that for, you know, us us authors and messengers and (laughs) people who are here to share in the world. So anyway, speaking of sharing, I do want to make sure that you know that Veronica has an amazing audio meditation for you. If you want to get a little bit more Veronica, just go to the show notes and um, you'll see there, there's a resource called the guided bliss audio meditation. And, yeah, Veronica can definitely get you to a place of bliss. Um, I'm just curious, Veronica, do you think that listening to that meditation would be a good experience for someone to have, say, as they were moving into a writing session?
1: Absolutely, okay. absolutely
0: all right. So head to the show notes. Get yourself some bliss and uh, engage in that bliss audio meditation experience to help you, you know, set up for a beautiful writing session. I didn't even make that connection when I saw it, but I was just talking and I'm like, oh my gosh, I think that, like, I might want to listen to that before some of my writing (laughs)
1: sessions.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, And what else? Oh, I did want to let you all know, especially if you're listening, uh, what is it? I think we're airing this Monday. I am hosting a publishing masterclass tomorrow night, the 25th of August, it is absolutely free. And it's where I'm going to give you like the complete and total rundown on everything you need to know to understand the three most common publishing paths and what the pros and cons are, how to avoid the pitfalls, all of that. So if you have any questions about publishing, right, we just published Veronica's book. So she didn't have to really deal with a lot of the questions. Like we just Took care of it for her. But if you're looking at getting published this year or next, I would highly encourage you to head over there and join me. Um, again, it's at bookpublishingmasterclass.com. That's bookpublishingmasterclass.com. And uh, yeah, then we'll be able to talk like for real talk because it's live and interactive and I'll have some Q&A at the end. But uh, we'll be talking publishing tomorrow night. Um, Not on the podcast, obviously, because Veronica is my amazing (laughs) guest for the week. Um, But (laughs) if you want to know about publishing, join me tomorrow. Like I said, bookpublishingmasterclass.com. And we'll be chatting in person tomorrow night. So I think that's it, Veronica. It was so amazing to speak with you. It has been, I think, too long since we've spoken, certainly too long since we've I been know. in person, and hopefully not too much longer since we're able to be in person again. But thank right. you for your time. Thank you for blessing me with the amazing gift of witnessing you, coaching you, supporting you, you know, publishing you the whole nine yards. You're just you're such a light in the world, and I'm it, it's an honor to be a part of helping more of that light shine in the world. So thank you, <laughs> my dear.
1: Thank you so much, Christine. I really appreciate you so much, and as I said, you have been an amazing blessing in my life. So I am looking forward to see you soon in person, hopefully. Yes. And should I share my website with with uh, your audience, or? Uh? Yeah, if you want to share the website, you can do that. We've got everything over in the show notes
0: as well. But oh, if there's any okay. if there's anything
1: else you want to let them
0: know real quick, then go for it.
1: No, I just wanted to um, share um, blissretreats.com. They need to get in contact with me. They can check out the website and uh, there's some wonderful things on there as well that they can um, partake of.
0: Perfect. So blissretreats.com, again, that's in the show notes as well. It's along with the Guided Bliss Audio Meditation and superb. Oh, I don't want to end this conversation, but (laughs) I kind of have to because show's kind of over. (laughs) But so much love to you, Veronica. Thank you again for being here today. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Sure was, sure was. And to my listeners, thank you for being here. Thank you for being the kind of person that, just like Veronica, is listening to that calling, is you know tuning in and listening and moving forward in some way, shape, or form on your journey of authorship to you know yes, birth the best book that you can possibly birth. But as you heard today from Veronica, like birthing this you know open hearted expression in the world. Like if you're listening to this right now, you are on that journey. And I thank you for being on that journey because we need more of you in the world today. So thank you so much for being here. And until next time, happy writing. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.